Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this this episode, episode, it's our wedding. wedding. Now, Lippy. Hello. This is episode 100. It's actually. Yeah, and I think it calls for a sound effect. Oh, go on then. Yeah, enough of that. But that was this. quite loud in my ear, actually. Yeah, it was quite loud, wasn't it? <laughs> so, so, in addition to being 100 episodes, it's also the day before your wedding. And we are delighted to welcome a guest. We have yeah. Duck Boy with us. Hello, Duck Boy. Very glad to be here. Long, long-time listener, first-time talker. <laughs> I wish that could be the same set of lippy, but I've got another special effect here. Ooh. Oh, very good. We're going to miss that. I don't think we get any bells. No, no, no bells. Actually, I was thinking that as I was looking for it. You're not in a church, are you? You're in a beautiful in a orangery in a mm. uh, in an old hotel. Bring your own bells. <laughs> So what I want to do, I want to go raw the way back to the start oh, and then. talk about how you two met. Aww. Because that's quite a nice story. It's all right, actually, how we met our story. Yeah, we, um, I think so. Weirdly, where we now live, there's a hotel. And I was there as a wedding planner and you were there as a, what did you call it? Logistics? Uh, uh, IT and logistics. IT and logistics. Basically, person. he moved furniture. That's Odd what job, he did. Man. Or job man. Bag boy. Yeah, couldn't do any IT. So I don't know why that was in their name. Um, and that's where we met, yeah. Venue we both worked at. Fantastic. And there was a story about going past a window, which I think oh, is worthy yes. of repeating. Do you want to tell that story? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> when we were first starting, I mean, you know, one or two dates in and you're obviously trying to be on your best form and, and best behaviour all the time. Uh, part of my duties at work were to roll tables up a small slope uh, opposite Laura's uh, office window, which I was very acutely aware she could see out of. Um, so yeah, I often forgot how to walk properly and was in my own head about not being sure quite the correct way, correct way to walk. Um, and furthermore, I did smash some bottles outside the office, uh, which caused quite a scene. It uh, did. We up at one time, which is uh, because. But why did you smash the bottles? Because you were he was running away from a wasp. Oh yeah, there's that as well. Yeah. There was a wasp. Well, that's, that's completely understandable. <laughs> well, wasps they congregate around smashed bottles. I find. Well, the glass, when like wine, yeah, wine. Like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a perfect storm. Excellent. Oh, that is that's such a nice story. Yeah, really sign of things nice. to come, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, quite. I often find it's better to show your softer side rather than your macho side. But then, as I don't mm. have a macho side, can't really say. Yeah, fortunately, much the same. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just work with what you've got. <clears throat> Excellent. And now, proposal. Now, before we go to the proposal bit, we had a weekend at your place when we were we replacing some decking. Mm. Uh, we is generous. Yeah, that. we was very generous. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, due to the odd size of the decking, you had to go and get some replacements with wife yes. of Grumpy. And uh, Chris and I were left to do some man stuff with circular saws and, and power tools. And I remember Chris saying, oh, I've got a question for you. Now, I thought it might have been something IT related or quality related. <laughs> but no, you dropped the bombshell. And I was very 
pleased that you'd been traditional and asked. And uh, I did think about saying something smart and thought better of it. <laughs> and then you explained what you were going to do. And then you said, I told my dad and you and nobody else knows, can you keep it to yourself? Now, I'm not particularly good being cross-examined when I've got a secret. And I just mm. knew it was going to be a nightmare. And it was six weeks, was it, between? Yeah, there was then? actually yeah, still quite a, a, quite a few, few days and weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, going to it into edinburgh but on the drive home from yours i got the third degree <laughs> what, what did you talk about well we talked about the formula one which was unfortunately yeah. and we talked about decking and that was about it really or a bit about work well nothing about weddings no nothing about weddings no. <laughs> god look at that car over there it's very odd shade of green so every distraction i could come up with and unfortunately <laughs> then the interest sort of died down a bit Mm. Um, but I have to say, I was relieved when I got the whoops from downstairs on, I think it was on the Friday, wasn't it? Yes. Of your trip to Edinburgh. And, uh, yes, I was quite relieved because I don't oh, like very well secret. played as well. You well, I, I well. leak information. It's not good. Yes, but you're not the only one that leaks information. Wife of Grumpy cannot keep a secret to save her. You don't even have to pressure her slightly to get it out of her oh, no. she'll just know something about you and smile and then you know she knows something that she's not meant to know well i can safely say it didn't come from me i did manage to keep stum yes i did not have a clue it was going on very good did you have any suspicions yourself actually when i was i was going to ask no i thought you could ask about cars <laughs> <laughs> or something okay, that was a secret to all parties yeah. good well, that was a good job done. And then you went into mega planning mode. Yeah. Well, Lots. Well, it was. Yeah. From this end, it, it half, certainly half was. Half the couple did. <laughs> I think we had, we had bought our gifts for our wedding party to like ask them to be part of our wedding party the day. Like literally we went back to the hotel and then we were both yeah. on Etsy and like Google, like buying gifts for people so that we could ask them to be part of our yeah. wedding. So were you buying gifts before you started a spreadsheet? Yes. Blimey. Oh, that is a surprise. Yeah, so I bought I bought my bridesmaids all and my maids of honor, I bought them like a little necklace and in the box it said I couldn't tie the knot without you. Will you be my maid of honor bridesmaid? Okay. I bought those the day after we got engaged. <laughs> no time like the present, as they yeah, say. Exactly. It was in the forefront of my mind. Like And it yes. it feels like you've organized it collectively. And it's been very smooth. It's been very few bumps in the road. I would say so, yes. Yeah, I, I feel like every supplier we've met with and person I've spoken with, I've always said oh, I've been very lucky to have a former wedding planner as my fiance to, to take the, the handle. But I actually have been as involved as I would like to be. I've certainly You've made, come to all made the decisions. And yeah. yeah, I think in terms of being a, a modern man with no practical man skills as we, we've said earlier I, I am quite interested in, in weddings and, and things like that so, contrary to some other folks out there so I feel like I've been involved I think you also have to have somebody that is more involved than the other mm. one otherwise it's you can get a lot of conflict um, someone so that's that, making the decisions and then someone who's just along for the ride <laughs> well not necessarily somebody who's allocating jobs or delegating stuff oh we do that a mm. lot yeah Sorry, we I'm, do that a lot. Uh, sorry, I'm team leader. Yes, exactly. And I delegate the That's majority perfect. of the roles, to be honest. 
most of the things on the on the Trello board that I made, you did get allocated, to be fair. So spreadsheet and a Trello board. Spreadsheet and a Trello board. The okay. spreadsheet was for the budget. The Trello board was for the job list, which is Excellent. clear now. Mm. I should as hope of so. Today, I think. Good. Tomorrow. I'm not going to pretend I have looked at that frequently <laughs> over the course of time. But it's fine. I fulfilled all the tasks I was set. Well, that's the main thing. And I'm reminded of a friend of ours uh, you, who you've you not know. actually, sorry. He's just lied there. What? The, the hoop toss is still in the shed. <laughs> ah, okay. It's bound to be something. Yeah. As long as it's not too important, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. But I am reminded of a friend of mine who, when they got married, the husband-to-be had one job, and that was to organise the transport from the reception to the hotel. And he didn't let on about what he'd organised, so he and his wife are, are stood outside the reception waiting for the car to turn up. Everybody's around them. They're all quite jolly because obviously they've had a drink or two. And in the distance, they can hear this car coming. And it's a Reliant Robin three-wheeler, <laughs> so, which only has front doors. So they've both yeah. got to climb in the back of this thing. And, and off they go. And the husband and wife who own the car have both turned up. So there's four of them in the car and they're not the most powerful of things. Oh God. So they're sort of chugging, chugging along. And then the owner says, Oh, well, I've, I've just restored. And obviously they had a name for the car, which I can't remember. And uh, then the wife got out the book, the scrapbook of all the pictures. And they were going through the pictures <laughs> of the restoration to two people in the back that really couldn't give a monkeys about the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> and uh, that's the one thing you had to organize. And that's what happened. So I think he's been absolved of any responsibility for organising anything ever again. I mean, it's a good way to get out of being yeah. in charge yeah. of organising. It's like... Good strategy. When you start a new job and you make the first round of teas, do it badly and they'll never ask you to make a round of tea again. No, very true. This is the same man that decided to cycle back from the pub and didn't make it, ended up in a ditch with the bicycle and also lost a trailer from the back of the car because he didn't hitch it up properly. So oh, that's quite he's a, uh, slightly incident prone. Full house. So what do you think has been the biggest challenge? I mean, I don't mind jumping I, in there. Yeah. I don't know if you're referring to the biggest challenge in terms of dating Laura. <laughs> well, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go for that. And I think I'd wait until after Saturday, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Duck Boy, before... Yeah, coming out with that one. I, I don't think we've had many challenges. I think occasionally having to to compromise on things, but even that's quite no, rare actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've been very lucky that our families are whole, both whole families. Yeah, there hasn't yes. been. There's yeah. no kind of politics on who can sit where and who can't sit where. And yeah, the table plan actually, we did that. We had in no issues. Five ten minutes yeah. and completed it. There was no. We had the whole board laid out. Yeah, we were ready for like a good like hour slog to get this table plan done, and it literally took us like fifteen minutes. Yeah, that was to write the names out. Wasn't it? Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's really placing. So yeah, we. I think we've had quite a smooth ride of it. I think also like both of us working weddings before we knew kind of the order to do things yeah and the fact that even though we got engaged a year and a half before we booked like the date which is now but will be tomorrow we knew to do things quickly not to leave it just to get everything booked and then you have time to like do the little bits and faff about with stuff but the longer you leave things the more stressful it gets because people aren't don't have time no absolutely and if you're set on a specific date then 
you you need to book early, otherwise these things go, and then mm. you've then got to rebook a whole load of stuff. Yeah. When wife of Grumpy and I got married, or planning to get married, we had this one particular date in mind, and I think it was the only date they could do. So we had a married at the registry office, or the official bit at the registry office, and then a blessing in the local church. And I think that was quite restricted on dates around end of May. Mm. So we had to have this date and we had to have this specific time for the whole thing to work properly on the day at the registry office. Um, so Wife of Grumpy decided the best thing to do would be to turn up the night before the office opened for that date. Because <laughs> you could only do it so many months you beforehand yeah. and spend the night in the car, which sounds like something oh. really romantic, but it was awful. <laughs> and this is years before we had films or anything on mobile phones oh, no. so literally you sat there you couldn't put the light on in the car for long because then you'd end up with a flat battery yeah um going for a wee was a bit of a nightmare but apparently it was very common practice at that registry office for people to wow. to turn Took up the night before the mm. so we started at about eight o'clock on the sunday night uh we didn't see anybody until six o'clock in the morning so we could have turned up somewhat later. At six o'clock <laughs> I mean, in the morning. Yeah. And they didn't want the same time anyway. So the people that turned up for opening, none of us wanted the same time. Yeah. So, which is, which is okay. But. That's all right, though. Yeah, that was all right. But crazy, because I feel like that's not how you do it now. It's probably not. It's Well, this is before Tinternet and all sorts yeah. of online malarkey. Which yeah, is- so now you email in, you like put a submission in for the dates or time of year you're looking at and then they call you when once they've kind okay, of yeah. they call them at you in like month batches so when you get close enough to your date they'll call you or if they're not yeah. that busy they'll call you but if you like submit a date that's in six months time they'll call you back straight away yeah. so they do it on like how far away your date is yeah i think the, the problem we had is that we could book the church early and the reception, but we couldn't book the registrar mm. until six months or something, or a year before something yeah. like that. So turning to the day, so it's all in one place, which is brilliant. And nice and easy. It's all in the marquee for the reception and the yes. activities, which I think is superb because we've been to weddings where it's been a bit spread out, mm. and you've got a superb band, and there's virtually nobody in there because the people are at the bar, but yeah. everybody's yeah. together, which I think is really good. That's one of the reasons, because obviously where we met was a wedding venue, and that would have been nice, but it just logistically isn't what we both wanted. Mm. And actually, I think, again, we knew too much about behind the scenes of how the weddings go. I don't feel like we would have enjoyed it as much. But yeah, exactly that. The dance floor is in a separate room to the bar, and everyone just sits in the bar. Yes, yeah, that's right. Obviously, because everyone loves a drink at a wedding. (laughs) Well, they seem to. I quite like a dance, but you know you like tends, a dance. Tends to clear the floor. The I can't thing, remember. I well, it's a big marquee, so plenty of space for <laughs> for extravagant moves. <laughs> I was when I was talking to my seamstress about my dress. Um, we were talking about walking down the aisle, and I said, "Oh, my dad's a bit of a slow walker, so it'll be fine. I won't run down the aisle. No, like that's probably not an issue." And then she and then she went, oh, does that mean you won't do a, a dance then with your dad? And I was like, no, 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 he, he's a slow walker, but he's a quick dancer. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of momentum, assuming yeah. I'll say. I think I'm yet to see you dance, actually. I don't think I've seen... <laughs> oh, you're grumpy, in for a treat. I've seen them on video ones, but never in the, with my own eyes. No, I suppose not, actually. Well, I mean, this... I, was, I was already excited about the wedding, but it's just, it's just ramped up a notch now. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. So talking about walking down the aisle, we we covered squeaky shoes in the last episode. We did. Well, I'm mm. pleased to say the shoes that I'd ordered online oh, yes. 
which I said I wasn't going to do, turned up. And they fit very well. Yeah. However, I tried them on. I was wearing some jogging bottoms with elasticated ankles. Yes. And wife of Grumpy looked at them and said, they look like clown shoes. <laughs> Which I thought was a bit harsh. She did apologise the following day for the comment. But I <laughs> thought it was quite funny. But it, they do look quite long. I, um, I believe Wife of Grumpy has reached an age where she says what she's thinking. Well, I'm quite okay with that. I think, And that's, doesn't uh, really think too hard before she says no. it. <laughs> well, it would take a lot to offend me. Yeah. So, yeah, so the, the shoes are sorted and shirt sorted, and we're trying suits on Sunday. So, at live, turned up today? Yeah, live action uh, response. The suits have now arrived and they are Brilliant. present here, so that will be with you shortly. Excellent. Mm. Well, I look forward to trying that on. Mincing around outside in the mud left over by the gas board who are digging up the road at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We turn to the day. What, what are you looking forward to most, do you think? Well, I can tell you what I'm not looking forward to. Okay. Mine. The actual ceremony part. <laughs> no offence. <laughs> getting married, want, getting yeah, married to Yeah, the actual marriage you. bit. <laughs> so why is that? What, I'm just nervous about walking down, walking, everyone looking at me, having to talk in front of everyone. My main thing is not actually the talking, it's the listening, taking in and then repeating. Because the registrar obviously says a line and then we repeat the line. Okay, so what we could do then is to mm. write it with a Sharpie on some big cards. I can stand <laughs> back a bit, out of sight of everybody else, and I'll hold them up. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as good, I'm not very good at reading either, though. <laughs> oh, that's true. Earpiece, then. Earpiece, yeah, yeah. You haven't got to say fun. much, though. I don't think I've been to many weddings where somebody hasn't, hasn't stum- made a stumbled a bit on that or made a mistake mm. and, and got a chuckle from the, the crowd. So I'm sure yeah. the crowd, the, the, crowd. the, <laughs> the crowd, yeah, the audience, the hundreds of thousands <laughs> in attendance. I chap I worked with when he got married, he passed out at the altar. Wow. Yeah, Ooh. which was uh, apparently had a, a bit of a reputation of doing that. Slightly strange gentleman. I'm a little bit worried as I have a slight tendency to get a bit emotional at these things. But at the same time, I'm acutely aware of that. So we're doing everything I can not to get emotional. But then now you're saying, if I'm not getting emotional, it doesn't mean anything to me. And, and I'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place now where I feel like I need to make myself cry, to, uh, <laughs> but keep it in, uh, in check somehow, which is a fine line to walk. Well, you can always do a Joey Tribbiani. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that must be the, uh, the solution to this. Or just go, I don't cry. Mm. Well, I don't like, cry. That's the thing. No. I don't cry, but I have been very emotional the last week, so okay. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Well, after after a few glasses of champagne. I am mostly looking forward to the speeches, actually. Oh, dear. I'm intrigued. I think because I literally, because I don't have to write one, I just listen to all of them. I'm kind of like anticipating them. Okay. So, Duck Boy, have, have you had yours timed? Uh, not, not, but not by somebody else. I've timed it myself a few times, and I, I think I'm four to five minutes, depending on okay. laughter and, and response. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I, I put a pause in for laughter. I was rather yeah. uh, perhaps Could be three minutes in that case. Depends. <laughs> Come out with utter nonsense or not? Yeah, I'm looking forward to everybody else's speech, but it, not so much my own delivery. Mm. But uh, I'm sure the other ones would be enjoyable. So unusually, and much to the so-called Toastmasters' displeasure, mm. you're having the speeches before we start eating, so after we mm. sit down. So you have got a, a slot before the food starts to arrive, which is why we've had to time stuff. 
Mm-hmm. But I was intrigued to find out the Toastmaster doesn't actually toast anybody. No. So I'm perturbed at why he's called a Toastmaster. I think he may have used to, well, but he when he was... I feel like he'd be happy to tell you. He would be. If you asked him, he's very passionate about his his toasting. And his uh, traditions. Mm. Um, He's lovely, though. Well, he doesn't toast. He introduces us to the room. So, like, everyone goes in, sits down, and then he introduces us in. He gave me quite school teacher vibes. He did, yeah. Like headmaster vibes. Yeah. Yeah. So don't oh, worry, okay. I'll, I'll get them in check. I'll, I'll tell them where they need to be. Yeah. Be no stragglers on my watch. And he said, I'll, I'll do it nicely unless they stop listening. <laughs> we were like, oh, okay. He said, it depends how well behaved your guests are. Oh, dear. <laughs> As to the seriousness of his tone. So is he there f- up until we eat or is he there? He's there the up until after the first dance. Oh, okay. And he introduces us. He gathers everyone for the cheese cutting. Okay. Then moves everyone over to the dance floor, which is right next to each other. So that's not really a job. And then he goes after the first dance. I was going to say how long I timed my speech. However, there are some members of our family that like to open a book on how long speeches are going to take. So just in case they're one of the six people that listen to this podcast, Mm -hmm. I'm keeping Storm on that one. Yeah. You keep them. I'm sure there'll be lots of betting on how long. A few of my friends that know you well think that yours is going to be a decent amount of time. I, I think it's safe to say that I I was banned from using any sort of pictures or projector, which is fine mm. because I think they're a little overused, to be honest. Mm. It's quite fun the first time, but it gets a bit... You feel like you're in a presentation then. Yeah. And then I came up with the idea of using a T-shirt camera. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know why. I think it's because I've always wanted to use one. I'm just trying to shoehorn it into somewhere. Um, But we decided after thinking about it that that probably wasn't a good idea because they're they're, they're to be quite um, explosive. Mm. They come out at quite a speed, that's what I mean. And there's glasses and cutlery and crockery and stuff. And We don't want a big damage bill. Well, that just comes out of our insurance. Mm. Wow. I... Well, it's too late to organise one now. Um, but that that could have been quite fun, but I think it could have been disastrous at the same time. So. And knowing us, it would have been more disastrous than good fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're probably right. So after the day, you're off on honeymoon, traditionally. Ah, yes. Yeah, so the we've following got week. The, yeah, we've got them the Sunday to pack up, Monday to pa- repack, <laughs> and then Tuesday we fly in premium economy. Oh. To Maui in Hawaii. Via Seattle. Via Seattle, but... Oh, nice. Do you stop over in Seattle or is it... We don't, know. We don't even get out the I'm claiming it. I'm going to claim I've been to Seattle. We're there for less than an hour. I don't think you can claim that. I don't know what what type of the culture I'll uh, I'll take in and absorb in that time, but I'm going to claim it. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. That's fine. Get blown over. It's known as the Windy City, isn't Mm. it, Seattle? Or is that Chicago? Oh, Oh, no, that's Chicago. It's rainy Seattle. I don't know if it's known Mm. as the rainy city, but... Yeah. I know it's rainy. I just know it's the city where Fraser came from. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so you land in Hawaii. Yes. That sounds superb. Yep, we get presented with Lay's. Very good. On arrival. And it is the home of my favourite piece of clothing. The Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. You would be right at home there. I would. I have bought a few shirts in, in your style, actually, specifically mm. for... Uh, Hawaii so they may make an appearance over the summer when uh, when we're back 
is that in decent cotton or the printed sort of polyester that seems to be quite popular? A combination, actually. Yeah, so there are mi- some in the polyester which are, are the cheaper ones, which probably won't uh, last, no, last I or wear so well. Uh, no, but what amazes me is how well the print lines up. Mm. Um, and I have just ordered one where it's... Uh, the, the lineup is very, very important. So I'm looking forward to that one arriving. But yeah, the size the is a bit of a lottery. You're the king of the fancy shirt, to be fair. Yeah, well, I wouldn't yes. say fancy. <laughs> well, <laughs> exotic. Not, not the word I would use. <laughs> Colourful. Yeah. Colourful. I have my own style. Mm. Yes. And then Hawaii for how long? For seven days. Fantastic. We're going to go to a luau and a restaurant and hopefully do some scuba diving. That'd be nice. Yes. And a big tree. We have to go and see a big tree, apparently. Oh, is that the oldest um, tree in the world? Or yeah. Something. You want to go somewhere for sunrise? Optimistically. Yeah, we'll, optimistically. We'll see how we feel you. when we're yeah. there. <laughs> yes, and so then seven from days. Seven days there, and then back via... Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah. Do we have to say that the yeah. whole yeah, time? Do. That's where we're going. That. We're going yeah. to yeah. Vegas, baby. Yeah. Uh, and what you have to have is a... T- taxi with a massive sunroof you have to stand up and <laughs> shout vegas baby at the top of your voice as you roll into oh it's really well, good you gave us the tips because i didn't yeah. know i had to do that so <laughs> yeah, you do. Really yeah absolutely have to do that we won't be in a taxi because we are flying to la and then driving oh okay to vegas oh so hiring a car and hiring a car uh cry a chrysler corvette corvette lovely Lovely little Corvette. We have we're given a tip of not to hire a soft top because it's too hot. So you have to have the roof closed to have the aircon on. Okay, so it's pointless. So it's pointless. Yeah. Yeah. So we just got a fancy car instead. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Excellent. How long in Vegas? Technically four days, which people keep telling us is too long. But we're we are doing a helicopter trip to the Grand Canyon Brilliant. on the first day, first full day we're there. So technically only three days. We've got quite a packed schedule whilst mm. we're there, actually. So Yeah, a friend of mine did that, it is, and he videoed it. Uh, we had a massive, great video recorded a very long time ago. And it, it was incredible. He, mm. he thoroughly enjoyed it. Well worth really doing. Really looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, really good. Area 51 at all? I don't think so. We weren't planning that on wasn't, it. Yeah, that wasn't on the agenda. I don't know. Is that on the route to Vegas? Well, I have no idea. I don't know how close it is because America's just fast yeah and they'll think nothing of traveling a vast distance to see something i know when i last time i was there quite a few years ago now we went for dinner and it was like an hour and a half drive yeah i think <laughs> nothing of that yeah 20 minutes is too much for me to go for mm. dinner yeah i can't work out how far it is as you just said that boy it's under wraps very good but yeah it does seem odd that it's full of secret stuff and yet it's the w- most well-known place for the secret <laughs> stuff mm. in the world but good and then back home for the summer Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully back home. Hopefully back home. Hopefully back and it's nice weather. Yeah. It's more well, let's point. hope so because it's been pretty grim. Now, Duckboy, you had a quiz, a wedding quiz, which I've been looking yes. forward to. I, I was told about this about 10 minutes ago or 10 minutes before we started. Well, the thing is, if you knew about it before, you would have tried to find the answers. Exactly. Well, all I knew it was exactly a quiz. I, didn't, I, I said, is it a quiz about us? Is it a quiz about weddings? I didn't know what the quiz was yeah, about. Yeah, you see, the question started straight away. But <laughs> Duckboy has learned that the best thing to do is just to keep <laughs> still until like the mother. last minute. Exactly. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So who's answering these questions? Me? You, you're both answering okay. them. Okay. Are we, are we having a buzzer? 
I haven't got a buzzer. Is it duck effect. boy? No, duck it's boy. not. Is you it both, you both give an answer. You, okay. So I've got five questions. On... I'm writing down the scores. No, you just need to tell me. It's it's fine. It's... Well, you can write down the scores. Yeah, I want to know who's okay. winning. Okay, of course. Um, so the reason this came about actually is because when I learned I was going to be on the pod, uh, I asked Laura, "Do I need on to prepare the, the pod? pod? The podcast? The pod? The pod. The, sorry, sorry, listeners, we invited an expert." <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I know Laura doesn't always massively prepare to uh, to spoil the the illusion there. Um, so I did some research on on weddings because I thought this might be a topic to to cover during the, the podcast. So I I've, I've come up with some information. What was that? <laughs> was I timed out? No, I sorry. I was queuing up another sound effect, which was one that we recorded from Laura, which is. And it, it just played. I wasn't expecting it to play. <laughs> so it's kind of spoiled that one, really. <laughs> oh, I like it. It's very apt. So uh, with that in mind, I've got five questions on wedding data uh, statistics according to a survey by Hitched to give them some Oh, free I love Hitched. Oh, advertisement. Um, so the person gets a point for the closest answer. So I'm going to give you a sort of a statistic or something I'm looking for a percentage of. Okay. Get both your answers. Mm. Um Listeners, cast your vote now on who you think is going to win out of Lippy and Grumpy. <laughs> okay, so question number one. What is the average guest list number to weddings in the UK? This is the average. See, are we talking about like a like a white British wedding? I can't give you any more information. Other no, than it's this a British a survey wedding. on UK weddings from yeah. 2022. That's a good point. That's that's changed. Because if it's, if it's like a British, Asian British wedding... That's like millions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got. I'm gonna go eighty, two. Eighty two. Yeah, because people invite eighty people and then they forget about themselves. Okay. So, and you'll go for the closest. So I think it's higher. So I'm gonna go for eighty three. So I am. I could not be more impressed right now. The answer is eighty one. Oh, <laughs> that is quite unbelievable. <laughs> oh, you definitely deserve that point. I do. I do. Well, no, you're either side. Oh, no, it's oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, well, I was actually going to go for 125, but because you've gone, mm. obviously there's only two answers, 81 or 83. Yeah. Well done. So that's one to Lippy. Smashed that. Very impressive. Uh, so in which case, then, should we alternate on who gives their answer first? Yes. Good idea. Yeah. Good plan. Uh, so I'm looking at all the rest of percentages. So I'm looking for a percentage of couples married who didn't live together first. Oh, cohabit. Cohabit. I'm going to say 10%. I'm going to say 39%. I think it's weirdly high. It'll be weirdly high. It's weirdly accurate again from Grumpy at 10% on the nose. On the nose. (laughs) Really impressive. You know your weddings. You've done your research. No, just luck. (laughs) Um, So does that tie the score at one all? Yes, it does. Uh, so this one, I'm looking for a percentage again. Couples that met online via a dating app that were married last year. Oh, just last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tricky one. I'm going to say 52%. I'm going to say 51%. Oh, such a little cheat. No. The tactics paid off because it was 26%. That's quite low. Mm, yeah, surprising. Thought it would be low. Uh, so I take it 2-1 to Grumpy. Mm. That's just an important one. Um, percentage of all weddings 
or I'll rephrase that, millennials make up which percentage of all weddings? And for clarity, as I know oh. this is a hot topic, <laughs> yes, millennials here have been counted as 25 to 34. Oh, so last year? Yeah. So of all the weddings last year, what percentage did millennials make up? 45%. I'm going to say 44%. It is a whopping 68%. Wow. Wow. Which does give Grumpy an unassailable Win. lead. There's one final bonus question, which I thought you, you would enjoy, which is, you'd be surprised, there are, of the weddings surveyed last year, there was a percentage that were alcohol-free. What was that percentage? Seven. <laughs> if it's a British wedding, seven. <laughs> they are alcohol fueled. Well, they are, but um, Muslims don't drink, for example. So that's... But that wouldn't be an alcohol-free <clears throat> wedding. Mm, po- well, possibly could be. So you said 7%. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm not going to do my trick of just going one <laughs> either side. I'm actually going to say 13%. Very good. Again, 11%. So 1 in 10, that seems quite high, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I think I won. I think you did win. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, a, have you got a noise for that? I, I have got some clapping. Yes. Hang on. And we'll have a bit of cheering as well. And we'll finish off with... (laughs) (laughs) I do like the sound effects. Very good. Yes. We don't get to use them that much. I forget they're there. That's the problem. Mm. And then I suddenly remember and overuse them. (laughs) So, wedding special over. Yes. We, um, We wish you all the best for tomorrow and for the future. And uh, we're very much looking forward to taking part in your special day. Excited. So excited. I don't know what to say for once yeah. in my life. <laughs> Got lost for words there. I think it finally, finally set in. <laughs> it's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.